That's who said, who obviously that? very who said that? clear. Media? Can who we get that? him on the show? I'd love to have Vegas? him as a guest. I think it'd be Yo, great. Yo, get your player prop tonight is 27 yeah. and a half. What was it early on this season? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like 24 and a half. Well, that's PJ Glasser in for Ryan Horvath. Uh, you know, it's what we were talking about this yesterday, PJ. Yeah, like, when you think about the, the Heat and their run, you go, oh, well, this is just an improbable run for an eight seed. I mean, look at what they did. And they had to go through the playing tournament. They beat the Knicks. It was a better run than the Knicks. But I think a lot of people forget that even though Denver was the one seed, they were 11-1 to one to win the title going into the playoffs. The Heat were 150-1. to one. Both of those odds, like it's been 20 years since a one seed has had those types of odds to win an NBA title. And it's the same situation. It's been like 30 years, I think is whatever it was, uh, for the, a team like the Heat to get to this point with those types of odds. So it's two teams, really, that if you're going to go look at the futures market that had really improbable runs, it's not just the Miami Heat. I mean, let's look at the fact, guys. The last 10 to 15 years, it seems like either one of two things happen in the NBA and when we get to the NBA Finals. Either LeBron is playing or the Warriors are playing. And the fact that both of those things, the Warriors and LeBron, were on the same side in the West, both had chances to make it. I, I thought that outside of those two, if it wasn't Phoenix... I really couldn't see Denver making it, but uh, they were the best team all year. They've played like it in the playoffs. They, they're well-coached. They're deep. They do everything well. Jamal Murray's starting to look like his old self, and uh, I just I got to give him credit. And, I'm, and I think this is one of the better things that could happen for the NBA is that we get some we get some fresh blood in there. We see teams like this kind of in Denver. Like we saw those Utah teams with Mitchell and Gobert were great in the regular season that you thought would make it to the finals and never did, potentially. You saw those Phoenix teams that were great in the regular season. They made it to the finals once, but they couldn't win. Atlanta had those years where they were great in the regular season, never did anything in the playoffs. Even this Denver core has had some years where they were good, but they, they never got, obviously, this far. They never got to the, to the NBA finals. So they flipped it on this year. Jokic is the man. Murray's great. What they did in the offseason, those moves, bringing in like a KCP, a Bruce Brown, really was, was the difference. Christian Eaton, Brown in the draft. Man, their front office deserves all the credit. We're, nowadays in the NBA, we're just all about the splash moves, right? We're all about the superstars. And like where everybody's like, where's Kyrie going? Where's Jalen Brown going? The Nuggets have proven that it's, it's the under-the-radar moves. It's kind of like in fantasy football. If you ever win a fantasy football championship, it's never about the picks in the first three rounds. It's always about what you do in round nine. It's and what you do in wire. round ten. Waiver and the waiver wire, wire yes. is huge. Well, and and you, that's what the Nuggets did. You mentioned that the front office for the Nuggets deserve a lot of credit, which I think is, is absolutely true, but also very interesting considering that it's a first-year GM in Calvin Booth. Tim Connolly, who sort of laid the foundation yeah. and the yep. groundwork, uh, is floundering in Minnesota right now. So in order, like, you, you talk about maybe Bob Myers. You know, Bob Myers now leaves the, the Warriors. What are the Warriors going to be now? There's a lot of key decisions to be made there. Like, the Nuggets to go to the finals after their GM leaves, and they have a first-year GM there making those fringe moves that really put them over the top, that KCP move, the Bruce Brown move, the, um, uh, the Jeff Green move, the Christian Brown draft pick. Like, multiple guys who are helping this team moving on from Bones Highland, even if that's, like, a painful decision. So he's actually done a pheno phenomenal job. And I, I guess it shouldn't really surprise us that both teams are here because you've got two guys, Jamal Murray and Jimmy Butler, who are known 
for being fourth quarter monsters, being some of the most clutch players in the NBA when they're fully healthy. And then you've got guys like Jokic, who is, you know, two-time MVP and a, like just a monster unicorn facilitator who can put up 40 on any given night. He's like had the most triple doubles in, in the playoffs that we've ever seen. So, yeah, I think like we usually go on these big name, big game hunting things, right? Steph Curry, LeBron. It's just too easy for us to just go down that road. Our little brains are not smart enough <laughs> until we see it happen for the first time. Like now, can we trust the Nuggets? Yes, we can trust the Nuggets moving forward because they've been here before. Now we know that they can. Now we can consider them and the Miami Heat to be teams that we can trust next year. The Nuggets were such a different situation, though, because they could have done this two years ago if everybody had been healthy. And that this is kind of what we were waiting for. It was like the coronation of the great Denver Nuggets actually playing together and everybody actually healthy. But it is, it's, it's not unfair to say let us see them do it for the first time first mm -hmm. because we hold every up-and-coming team, every rising team to that standard. I mean, we've done it with the Grizzlies, and then the Grizzlies fell off after what it was. Uh, the Cavs, after their jump, you thought, okay, and then they fell back in the playoffs. I mean, go up and down the list. You could go back to, uh, I, I mean, I guess, any, God, God, was that your neck? That went over nope, the mic. it wasn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> nope, it wasn't. Whoa. I didn't hear that. Did you hear that? Oh, Peach? man. Oh, yeah. I heard. I, <laughs> just, I think the people through Twitch heard that. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Are you Sorry. okay? No. Do you need a neck brace? You good? That was impressive. Wow. like a good neck or back crack, though. You know, you're just like, oh, you it's feel so It's just been free. really bothering me. I didn't think it was going to sound like That was amazing, though. actually. Can you do it again? You like getting your toes cracked and like all that stuff? Yeah, mm. I do. My yeah. mom used to do it. Oh, I'd sit down, I she'd can. break out the this. lotion, and I then she'd just... just pop every toe. That's crazy. Love this. <laughs> yeah. Just my fingers without doing anything. I can yeah. just... That's great. We're all, know, weird. It's we're like all I'm snapping. Anyway, so we're all, we're all a complete mess. <laughs> so there's a bunch of... BetMGM's got a bunch of player specials for the NBA Finals. Stuff that's going to maybe take a little more thought. It's a little more out there. But you can find some really good value here, and you can also find some really crazy ones. Like, the most extreme one, 125 to 1, is any Miami Heat player to score 60 points in any game. Or Denver Nuggets at 100 to 1, any player to score 60 points in a game. But then there's more reasonable ones. Caleb Martin to score 25 or more in a game. That's minus 115. That's the only one that isn't plus money. Aaron Gordon, 20-plus points in any game is even money. Michael Porter Jr. to score 25-plus points in any game this series at plus 110. So there's a lot of different ones down here, and you can kind of sneak in and find some decent value, like Michael Porter Jr. to score 30 points in a game at 10 to 1. That was the one I know you mm -hmm. liked. I like it, too, because what you have in this matchup here is going to be a lot of attention on Nikola Jokic. The Heat aren't used to this type of team, this type of matchup, especially a team that actually runs things through their big. There's going to be a lot of opportunities on the perimeter for Michael Porter Jr. It's why I bet him 20-1 to 1 just to have that ticket to be the leading scorer of the NBA Finals, too. I was saying on my show, send it in earlier. I think Michael... When is it? When is it? What time does it come on? 1.30 p.m. Eastern time right here on the BetQL Network. Yeah. I was saying, I think Michael Porter Jr. can be this in this series like what Derek White was for the Boston Celtics where he was just draining like three or four threes a game, yep. right? With mm -hmm. all with how Spolster defended Boston and clearly eyeing in on Tatum and Brown like he probably will do with Murray and Jokic. I mean, that's going to leave Porter with some options. So... I like that. My favorite one of all these is Jimmy Butler to record a triple-double at plus 450. I think we get one Jimmy triple-double in this series. I really do. Well, I, I think, obviously, he's going to get the points. 
I think he'll get the boards at one point, and I like the assist. I'll be team. honest, though. I'm surprised that that's plus 450, and Michael Porter Jr. to have 30 is actually 10-1. to 1. Yeah, I was confused about yeah. that as well. They really believe in, in Caleb Martin more? I, I guess... Well, I mean, but no, Caleb Martin. Oh, you're talking about Caleb Martin yeah. at plus six fifty. I'm talking yep. about Jimmy Butler having a, a triple oh, double yeah. though at plus four fifty. But also Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin has scored thirty at plus six fifty. I mean, look, he had a really, really good conference finals. There's no question. I'm just hammering the but over. But is he half the value that, uh, right. as Michael Porter Jr.? That's a little weird. I to guess me. the thought process could be after Jimmy Butler, he's also got an ankle issue. There's going to be more usage and more shots for Caleb Martin. You're not going to get as many shots if you're Michael Porter Jr. because you've got Jamal Murray, you've got Nikola Jokic. So maybe that's the reasoning for it there. But I still at ten to one, Michael Porter Jr. thirty plus points in, in a game is good. In fact, actually, guys, uh, oh, now that I'm actually. thinking about it, Tyler Hero is coming back potentially. So game doesn't two. that doesn't that eat into Caleb Martin's minutes to a degree? It does. And and shouldn't his odds be at least commensurate? With Michael Porter Jr.'s, if not like twelve to one, you make a good point. Oh my God! I know. I saw it. I'm gonna let you break it right now. Yeah, break it. Adam Silver is having his media availability right now before Game One of the NBA Finals, and I saw some serious faces. We don't have the TV on. I said, "Oh, he's getting asked a serious question. Could it be Eric Lewis, the ref? Could it be John Morant?" He was asked about John Morant. Adam Silver on John Morant just minutes ago. Quote. We've uncovered a fair amount of additional information. We probably could have brought it to a head now, but we've made a decision that would be unfair to these players and these teams to announce that decision in the middle of the series. That does not sound good. No. At all. And here's the other thing. That's leaking. Sorry, that's going to get out during the finals. You don't think Woj and Shams right now aren't doing everything they can to find out what Adam Silver was hinting at? That was cryptic, and that's bad cryptic, not good cryptic. We've uncovered a fair amount of additional information. Yes. What kind of additional information could you uncover? I don't know. We had him on video again with a gun in his hand, and they told him to stop doing it. That was like, that's no need to uncover. There's no investigation needed there. It's like right there on vid. Have there been other altercations behind the scenes? with people have they enlisted the help of a cybersecurity like person to go through instagram and like scrub through i know there's a lot of possibilities uh, with technology there's mm. that's not good uh that's 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 bad for john moran and that's bad for the grizzlies where are the we jo- at on these the jaw stuff just makes me sad man. it really does Dude was like my favorite player still the best college player i've ever seen in person just makes me sad. oh i know i know that hey. he's it's it's come to this he, john moran is a young kid that has people around him that don't care about his image or what his future can be because if you really cared you would say hey man we got to do extra everything we can to make sure that you get to the level that you can get to because you have a chance to have an unbelievable career and we support you in that that's what real friends do I'm sorry. It's it's the people you surround yourself with in life, and sometimes, to even a much lesser degree than this, you got to cut the fat. You, and we all have friends. We all have friends. We've had to say, I can't hang out with this person anymore for whatever reason. One, I can't keep up drinking with you at the bar every Saturday night. It just doesn't work. Or there's bigger issues. Whatever the case is. Yeah. This is this is a bad bad situation. Bad. Oh, the Grizzlies. But, uh, you know, we got game one of the NBA Finals tipping off in 30 minutes. We're going to talk to Joe Delara next. What is he, how long does he think this series is going to go? Maybe what does he think about some of those specials we just talked about? Joe Delara up next. Bet MGM tonight. <laughs>